Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. It's Dennis and Lisa McEntee. And we have a kind of an interesting thing, a kind of an interesting topic. Our topic today is whatever preoccupies you defines you. And we we kind of stumbled upon this topic because, I don't know, Dennis, was it in a book you were well, reading I, we it, came across that quote? It, it was a quote by Ariana Huffington of, of Huffington Post fame. And she actually kind of paraphrased it a little different. She said, what preoccupies us is the way we define success. But I, I love how you, the original quote, where it came from, say it again, Lisa. Uh, whatever preoccupies you defines you. Very powerful. Yeah. And actually, we were talking about this quote. I, you were reading a book and you pointed out this, this quote by Ariana Huffington, what preoccupies us is the way to, we define success. And you turned and you looked at me and you were like, you know what? So whatever preoccupies you defines you. So you were actually the one that made that statement. Whoa. It is original Dennis McEntee statement. <laughs> um, and that's, and what's really interesting is about that. So we were kind of like thinking about that, that just, you know, some things you hear them and they like really hit you, they hit you and you think, whoa, there's so much to that statement. And so we kind of were, I was, I was kind of doing my geeky research thing. I, I, I like to take deep dives. I hear something and I'll just kind of dig into it. And, and I, and I went to, um, Noah Webster's dictionary, got the dictionary definition of, he, he knows you know, some things, Noah. Yeah. Good you know, just Noah. What, what, did, what does the word, um, preoccupy mean, you know, it means to occupy or take possession of, it means to prepossess, to enable or engross, um, the interest or attention to occupy urgently or obsessively, you know, and that, that kind of makes sense when you, when you kind of go down this, um, backtrack, this is that if that's what the definition of preoccupy is, is to occupy urgently, obsessively to engross, then of course, that that just naturally means that what's preoccupying you is going to define you. And then when you keep going down that trail, that does, that's obvious that whatever preoccupies you is going to be the way you define success. And, you know, so I was looking at um, another little segment that I that I read. It was, it said that things that preoccupy you engross or enthrall you. And they suck up all of your attention and energy, sometimes to an unhealthy degree. Um, and so, and it gave the example, um, I think this was like vocabulary.com or something. Your upcoming math test might preoccupy you, making it difficult for you to concentrate in English class, for example. Or another example was teenagers thought it you know, thoughts about how they appear to others can easily preoccupy them, which would define them, which would define their success, while others let their concern about grades and college applications preoccupy them. And it's important to spend some time thinking about these things, but allowing them to preoccupy you can be stressful and unpleasant. And, and it comes from the Latin word to seize beforehand. And so, you know, you kind of think about these things and it's like, if what preoccupies me is the way I define success, gosh, I had better take a really close look at what is it, what is it that's defining me? What is it that's preoccupying me? And Dennis, using a phrase that that you've used before, I need to make sure my ladder's, you know, leaning up against the right wall. Yeah, because you never want to get to the top of that ladder and go, whoa, exactly. I did not mean to be here. I did not realize that being so preoccupied by social media and my 
perception, how others perceived me was going to preoccupy me so much that it was going to define me and then define my success. And then all I am is my success is defined by others' perception of me as a result of being preoccupied by social media. Well, listen, I think the key thing with this is that you choose your preoccupations. Well, I think that right? is the key, the key yeah. thing is that if you don't choose your preoccupations, your preoccupations will choose you. It's almost like, you know, where your focus goes, your energy flows. It sure does. Right. So wherever you put that focus, you put that preoccupation, you're going to have energy for it. So at least I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but it was, this is kind of a pre the shutdown period is about a year before that the great shutdown kind of happened in 2020 is that I stopped watching the news, right? That's we like have I, now officially termed this the great shutdown. <laughs> it, it's the best way to look at it, right? It, it, is. it really anyway, is. So you stopped watching the news. Yeah, that was about a year. That was really bef- be- before, about 20, sometime right. in 2019. Right. Sure, 18. It, it, and, but you know what kind of what I realized is as we kind of walk through, you know, the shutdown period and all of sort of the drama and all of the stories and all of the craziness, it didn't really get in my boat, right? Because I, I was I was reading the news and I knew what was going on, but I wasn't watching it and allowing my focus and my preoccupation to be there. And so I didn't get all wound up in the emotion of it. Which you had in past times. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like I would spend an hour every morning watching the news and then wonder why I had a bad day, wonder why I was depressed that day. Right. And it's like, well, I put my preoccupation, I, I put my focus here and that really determined like my inner state. And you know what, just little shout out. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite Instagram, I don't know even what you call it. People on Instagram or groups on Instagram is good news movement. Oh my gosh. That's great. So, so check, out good, check out good news. Movement check it out. Give a shout out because to them. It's, it's not necessarily news, but it's kind of it's kind of current events, but it's all like positive humanity, like humanity helping humanity. And it's, it's, it's just, it brings a smile to my day. Yeah. So let's kind of just kind of deep dive on what Arianna Huffington said. She says, what pre preoccupies us is the way we define success. So I think there's a couple of definitions of what we need to all kind of create and really they're, they're self-definitions, right? It's like nobody can define for you. So it's almost like you have to choose your preoccupations yeah. and then you have to decide what success means to you, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody can tell you what success is. It's like, that is something that you have to come up with your own answer for. And then whatever that answer is, sort of figure out how to allow yourself to preoccupy your day and kind of order your day. So at least you and I were talking about before the podcast, we have some friends that we were, this has probably been three or four years ago, they were over at the house and we were sitting around a fire and the person was almost kind of boasting about how they didn't plan and they didn't, they really didn't have any plan for the future. And, you know, they just kind of let whatever, and I, and it was kind of, I'm not really sure if it was boasting. I think it was more vulnerability. Maybe so, but, but it was a fascinating conversation because I asked, I said, well, if you don't have a plan for the future, how do you decide what to do today? Or how do you even know that you got there? Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, if you don't decide what that is, I guarantee you somebody else will decide for you. Mm -hmm. And what you just said, um, just kind of knowing what you want, knowing what your desires, what you believe in. We, we um, just recently recorded a podcast on what does drama free living mean to me? 
Um, yeah. And three main points on what does it truly mean to live drama free? And that was a, that was one of the major points was, you know, being preoccupied with what really consumes us, what, with what's important to us, with who we are and why were we, why were we created and why are we here on this earth? Is- it, yeah, and, and I think the great thing is it kind of keeps you out of that comparison, right? If you're- nobody can be you like you are you. Yeah. And, and if you're not you, then the world is missing out. Yeah. Right. So stop trying and to if be you're somebody trying to be, else. And if you're trying to be somebody else, then we have one too many of that person. Yeah. I, I love, I, I read a quote by John Mason, probably, gosh, probably 15, 20 years ago is that he said, you know, don't, you know, how was it? It's like, you know, don't try to, you know, be a copy or be an imitation, right? Nothing is as better as the, as the original. And there's an original of you, right? right. And it's almost like if we take a copy and make a copy of a copy of a copy, it eventually kind of loses its, its power. Right. So you were born original. Don't die a copy. Yeah. That is such a good statement. And all of us were born. You were born an original. Okay. So we want to encourage you. Don't try to die because don't try to die a copy. It's like you're unique, which means you have unique gifts. Well, think about this. You have unique experiences, right? You have a unique past. And a lot of times, like we're trying to make our past like equal. I know equal is like a big thing right now. And, you know, almost like, but it's unequal. Right. It's like your past Lisa is different than my past. And how do you sort of extract the value from that unique past that you have? And how do you bring that and make it powerful in your future? Absolutely. Because the things that I was involved in, the things that happened to me, the things that I happened to in my past have all really shaped me and helped me become the person I am today. Well, and I think one thing that you and I've really worked on is really putting the right meaning to a path to our past, mm-hmm. right? And most of our sort of hindrances or roadblocks are when we give our past the wrong meaning, for example, like, you know, we have a certain upbringing, right? And maybe there's a certain negative experience you shared with me a negative experience. And I said, well, I said, you know what, that was a blessing because it showed us what we don't want. Hey, they treated us this way. This person treated us this way. So we know not to treat other people the same way. We're very conscious and very, you know, we have a lot of forethought about how we treat people in certain situations and certain family members because of how we were treated in the past. And that's a good um, example of something that preoccupies us, that defines us and causes us to define success. And one thing that kind of defined us and causes us to kind of decide how we define success would be um, how we're, how we are treating other people and how we, how our value to other people. Yeah. Because how we were treated in the past really shapes our future today. Mm -hmm. If we know how to constructively like you know, make it work for us instead of now other people that live full of drama, like they're going to complain and talk about how it was unfair, but it's almost like Lisa, my, our past is very valuable. And here's what makes it valuable is you're able to extract value, mm-hmm. right? When I complain about my past, I'm not extracting any value from my past. And then my past becomes very invaluable. And, and for those of you that don't haven't known us for years and years and years, or maybe aren't intimately acquainted, you know, both Dennis and I, we came from some pretty difficult situations. We came from some crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. We've come some from crazy stuff, difficult situations. And I think that is what, that's what has preoccupied this whole, the whole idea of drama free, um, the whole idea of, of living our dreams and being 
nobody's responsible for me, but me, that has all come from this craziness that we have lived, you know, in the past. And it has helped us to be who we are today. It has driven us to be healthy, emotionally healthy, resourceful people. And, and we, we have a passion to help other people come out of some of those things. Well, and when you think about it, at least it's like, because of our past and we're able to extract the value, it's created this new future force. And we actually have used the past to help other people. We've actually used our past to actually build a great business and a great team and, you know, really increase our influence. And it really is because of our past. It's, yeah. It's our, if, it, if it weren't for all of the crazy that we went through, Leadership Development Group wouldn't be here. Drama Free Living Podcast would not Drama be here. Drama Free Living Podcast wouldn't be here. Right. Dennis and Lisa McIntyre probably <laughs> would not be here. So we, we just want to encourage you listen, you know, choose your preoccupations, choose that focus, choose, choose success, right? And allow your past and use your past and make it valuable, mm -hmm. extract value from it. Don't complain about it. And don't allow it to define you, right? It's because, you know, don't think I am the man that I was, right? Don't think I am the person that I was, right? It's a, I, I was different five years ago. And I think one of the greatest powers that we all have is this power to become that we don't have to stay the same. You are not your past. You can become somebody different, but you're not going to become that if you're living in the drama. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now tell me, Dennis, tell me about what preoccupies us is the way we define success. Well, I think the kind of the key question then becomes like, well, how, how do we define success? Right. And so I think when you know what you want in your future, it's easier to plan for today. Right. It's like, how can you put a plan together today if you don't know what your future is supposed, what, what you want it to look like? Right. So, for example, if I don't have this financial goal, uh, why save money today? Right. Let's, let's spend all the money we make. Right. But it's like, you know, we've got this picture in our future and we've got these investments in our future. So we want to hold some back right now because we're waiting for this time where an opportunity opens up and we, and we have these resources to make an investment. And it's because we have this picture in our mind financially of who we want to be, or, you know, we, we really work on our date nights, right? And, and the reason we work on our date nights is because you and I have this picture 25 years from now of, you know, being deeply in love, even more in love than when we were, when we first got married. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, but that's how we plan our days Yeah, is and, because we have a picture even, in our and mind. And even how, you know, our, our kids are all adults and we have a picture in our mind of what we want our family relationships to look like. And even with our business, we have a picture in our minds of where, where we see our business and where we see us and our, and our team 10 years from now, well, and, it, years from now. and it really makes sacrifice a lot easier sometimes, right? Because sometimes you think like, okay, I got to sacrifice some time, you know, to develop this. It's like, oh, I got to sacrifice time, right? Or, or maybe we have to make an investment in our business, or we have to, you know, make an investment in a team member. Well, it's like, we're going to make that sacrifice right now right? Because we have this picture in our mind 10 years from now, what it's going to look like and what it's going to produce. And we realize that, gosh, we can't get there all by ourselves. So we're going to make some sacrifices now. And I think when you're full of drama, it's like you spend today, right? Instead of sacrifice today for tomorrow. Exactly. It's the whole, you know, play now, pay later or pay now, play later. I just want to play now, play later.
play now, play okay, later, so play over and over, let's, let's just keep playing. Let's keep moving on. A lot of drama there, isn't there? And I just want to pay now and I want to pay later. So that's why we're a good team. <laughs> we're a good team. Somebody's going to pay and somebody's going to play. And I know who is who. <laughs> we're still working on that. Right. We're still working progress. Okay. So this other idea about defining success is that most, what I've discovered is that most people can tell me what they don't want. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like very few people know what they really want. It's almost like when I ask people, like, well, what do you want? They kind of look at you like sideways, like you have three heads. Or sometimes, like, I even have trouble ask, answering the question, well, what do I really want? And you know what's interesting about that is we work with, we work with quite a few business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, and, you know, the ones that are going and blowing and are really, really super successful are very, very clear on what it is they want. And the ones that are kind of floundering and they're not making great strides are the ones that are still trying to get clarity on what it is they want. Yeah. It's almost like they're doing a bunch of different things, but it's like, they're not really focused in on the one thing. So a couple of questions that we kind of like walk through with people when kind of deciding like what it is I want is that kind of, cause only you can tell you what you want. Nobody can answer that question. And for there's you. not a right or wrong, as long as it's morally and ethically and legally you know, above board, nobody can tell you what you want. Yeah. So a lot of times we, we look and we go, okay, well, what are you really good at? Right. Or what do you most like to do? What are you passionate about? Yeah. What, what, what you, preoccupies you? Yeah. Or what do you least like to do? Mm. Right. It's like, what gives you energy? What zaps your energy? Um, for, for me, oh, because I think Dennis, you tend to know better what you want and you know less, maybe what you don't want. For me, it's a kind of, I'm more of the perspective of, I know what I don't want more easily. So for me to figure out what I want, I go through and I reverse engineer and I'm like, okay, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this until I move up the line and kind of can really clarify. Okay. So this is what I truly want. Well, and one way to kind of do this, Lisa, is being aware emotionally of what's going on, right? As you're going through an experience decide, Hey, is this giving me energy or is it zapping? Is this life giving or is this life taking? Right. And if it's life giving, then the question is, is like, well, how do I do more of that? And how do I increase the quality of that experience? Right. It's like, but nobody can answer the question. What makes you feel most alive? Mm -hmm. You know, another great question to kind of ask yourself is like, Hey, I feel best when I blank, you know, I feel worst when I blank. Yeah. Right. And just getting clear because because I think the key thing is is that you're the best expert on you. And then also sometimes if you flounder a little bit, um, you know, phone a friend, hmm. talk to someone who knows you and knows you well, and just kind of have a conversation with them. If you if you're having trouble like really truly clarifying it, you know, talk to that person that you're intimately acquainted with or a friend that you can trust and say, Hey, what do you, do you see me this going in this direction? I mean, if you, if you need a little bit of help with clarity. Well, and a great question to kind of ask friends and, and you can go out to like, you know, people that you work with it, it, and this kind of crosses like personal and professional lines is like, Hey, what happens because of me? Right. That's it's like, an excellent question. right. Say so because of like, Hey, when I show up, this happens. Like, like Lisa, when you show up in a team meeting, everybody feels included. Like you have this ability to be very inclusive and you bring everybody together and everybody feels cared for. Like, like when I show up, Lisa, sometimes people don't feel cared for. I, I want them to, right? It's, it's my desire, but I have to really work 
at that, right? And we- right. And then while you, when you show up, you have the ability to just really move things forward, to come up with creative ideas, to jump ahead to what the next um, project or the next goal should be. You're just a very forward focused person and you keep the train moving. I make everyone feel loved on the train. You keep the train moving. Well, and I think that's a great question. Like, because that's a great clue to like what success looks like for you, mm-hmm. right? Because for you to sort of be the, and even like in our family, like people, like our kids have said, like, well, mom's kind of the glue, mm-hmm. right? You're kind of the glue that holds everything together. And it's like, that kind of defines success for you a little bit. It truly does. Right? It's like, that's when you feel the most, that's when you feel the most alive. That's when you feel the most successful. And that's what I put the most energy to. But then also that's what, if I really kind of, you know, am self-aware of how I'm feeling and what energizes me and what gives me that mo- the most oomph, that's what pulls me. And, yeah. and that's what you can do also is just in your different environments, you're figuring out, okay, what really pulls you or asking a friend, you know, what, because I'm around, what do I make possible? Or even better if I wasn't there, Oh wow! if I wasn't there, what would be the result and what would be the missing yeah, aspect? Almost like what would people miss out on? What would people miss if I wasn't, if I wasn't in that meeting or if I wasn't, if I was gone for a week? Yeah. So, okay. So in, in, in kind of the key thing, we gave you some questions to kind of like walk through, but we just want to encourage you to do some deep dives because you're the best expert on you. Now, this is an interesting idea when we think about success is Lisa, I think success is not just what you do, right? A lot of times like in this, you know, in a highly driven and I've fallen into this where we set goals, we're going to do this and do this, but I think we got to step back and go, okay, who's the person I need to become, right? Cause what I do flows out of who I am. Right. Okay. So who success is really not just what you do, but it's like who you become, like, who do you become physically, right? Who are you becoming mentally? Who are you becoming emotionally? Who are you becoming spiritually? Because it's like your life is sort of a combination of all four of these areas, right? It's like, I can't emotionally be a mess and then be successful in these other areas. It's going to affect all these other areas right? If I'm financially a mess, it, it affects all these other areas. And so the great question is like, who do I become? Because if what I do flows out of who I am, then the first thing I got to work on is I got to work on me, right? Because for example, Lisa, even on our own business, right? We're at the level that we're at in our business, because that's really all you and I can lead, mm-hmm. right? If, if we could lead more, we would have more, right? If we could lead better, we would be, it would, the business would be better. So the first way to really kind of like grow your life, grow your business, grow your team is first to step back and kind of grow you. So how do you need to grow? And so success is not just what you do, but it's really who you become. Yeah, absolutely. And, and sometimes we, we try to find the answer in things and people outside of us. Mm. And, you know, we just kind of need to focus more sometimes on ourselves, not in a selfish way, but in an an abstract, you know, kind of more of a um, enlightening sort of way. Yeah. And so you're the best expert on you. And then kind of this final thought is that like when you, when you kind of know your future and when you know what success means to you, it's almost like decisions in the present become a lot easier, right? It's almost like, you know what to say yes to, and you know what to say no to. And for many of us, the secret to the secret to really like preoccupying your day is really knowing what to say no to, right? Because 
um, elimination becomes the secret to concentration. And it takes great concentration. It takes sort of like this, we talked about it before. It's like knowing what you want. Well, when you know what you want, you know what to say no to, right? And even that word decide, it comes from side, like suicide, homicide. It means to, to cut off, right? It means to, you know, to, to die, right? And so it's almost like you, you decide, it's like, I'm going to do this and you let everything else kind of fall away. But that can be super painful, right? We, we go through things like, you know, fear of missing out or, you know, fear of lack. I know one thing that I deal with is like scarcity mentality. It's like, well, if I choose this, then I'm saying no to all these up op- there opportunities. And what if, what if, what if, and really we, we got to just kind of overcome that. And that's an interesting thing because that, you know, a root of that can be tied all the way back to years and years and years ago. And it's, it's augmenting, it's, it's growing, it's discovering. So you can extract the value from the past and bring it forward, but not be tied to it. Yeah. And I think that's the key, right? Is like, don't let your past define you, Mm -hmm. right? The greatest power we all have is kind of this power to become. So what preoccupies us is the way to redefine the success. And in my statement, like what preoccupies us really defines us. And so what's preoccupying today, you today really defined you because today, what are your habits today, right? Because you, you create a habit and that becomes your future, right? So you decide to save today and be wise with your money today because you're creating this future of abundance. And with that, you know, when you're trying to figure out, okay, what is, what is it that's preoccupying me? What is it that's defining me and causing me to define success? What is, what is occupying me? What's occupying my time, my emotions, my thoughts, what's taking possession of me? What is it that piques my anger? Because that's Mm. a pretty good clue of what's kind of possessing you, what engrosses you, what occupies you urgently or obsessively. And is, is that the life that you're wanting to build? Is that what you're truly wanting to be defined by? And I think the key is you choose your occupations. Don't allow them to be chosen for you. You choose your focus. Don't allow it to be chosen for you, right? It's like your, that energy, that mental energy that you have really becomes your property. Absolutely. So, so in order to define success, in order to figure out, okay, what is it that is preoccupying me and causing me to define success is, is figure out what you want in the future, because it's easier Mm -hmm. to plan for today. And then you know, don't let, don't let other people tell you, but decide what you want, figure out what it is that you really want. And don't let other people tell you success is not just what you do, but it's who you are. And the, who is the person that you need to become? And then when you know your future decisions, in the present become easier because you've decided, okay, this is what I'm choosing to preoccupy me when I'm going to become. And then it, I frame all of my decisions based on what that future is that I want to define me and what I want my success to be. Yeah, absolutely. And Lisa, we want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, some members on our team. If you're having sort of like, you've listened to this podcast and you're like, okay, it's kind of cloudy for me. I'm really, it's kind of hard for me to define. We, we have some fantastic executive coaches on our team that really help people just like you create a plan right? Really decide like, this is what I want, whether it's like a career transition, 
you know, all these different stages of life, how do you put together a plan so that you really make sure your ladder is leaning against the right building? And then how do you climb up that ladder? And so if you, as you're listening to this, you go, man, I could really use some help. Just reach out to us. We've got some great executive coaches on our team and that's exactly what they specialize in. So if that's somebody like you, we absolutely can help you with that. Absolutely. If you want help figuring out if your preoccupations are what you actually want to define your success. We've, we've got the people on our team that can really help you with that. Yep. So this has been fun, Lisa. We'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. Bye.